Bible. Coffee Talk with the Hoffmans. Hey everyone, welcome to Bible Coffee Talk with the Hoffmans, a Christian's podcast. My name is Allie Hoffman. Welcome. Uh, before we continue, I'm just going to turn this entire podcast over to the Lord for his blessing and approval. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you for this moment, this fellowship time that we um, have together with you. I welcome you, Lord. I ask you to join us, to let every word that's out of my mouth be pleasing to you. Let it just sink in and register and meditate and um, tattoo itself, imprint itself on our listeners' hearts, in their minds and their spirits. I thank you for providing for us, for protecting us and meeting our needs, Lord. In your beautiful and precious name, Lord Jesus, amen. Okay, so... The flu bug has kind of whipped through our house uh, this last week, and it has hit hard. Um, I'm going to even go so far as to say this was the top five worst flu bugs that I've had, personally speaking. Um, so I am sitting outside of our building. I have a nice cup of tea. I know, I know it's not coffee, but it's, it is it is delicious. A nice hot cup of, I call it flower tea, just because it's got so many really good good things and it. it's got lavender and echinacea and it's got uh scottish heather it's got a little bit of earl gray mixed in and english breakfast it's kind of like it's got a bunch of a lot of everything a bunch of everything in it and it's really really good so i'm sitting outside with a nice cup of tea just trying to get some fresh air uh just to get away from all that yucky germs um, but it is Thursday night and everybody and their sister seems to be outside. So if you hear any yelling or going ons in the background, I, I can't help that. I'm sorry. I have stopped and restarted. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot get perfection on a podcast right now. So just please bear with me. So the podcast episode, what is it about this week? That's a good question. It, uh, it actually has to do with gossip and words words hurt they hurt they're really really bad sometimes i mean i i guess the best the best scripture i can give you would be uh found in proverbs 18 verse 21 that says death and life are in the power of the tongue and my gracious is that ever ever true how many times has somebody said something really positive or uplifting or encouraging it's built you up and you've thought wow like I really needed that like that was just so positive and uh, encouraging and you know I was really needing some encouragement so blesses you and then other times somebody says something you know derogatory or they lie or they um, they swear at you and it tears you down and it literally makes you feel like you're dying like your insides are dying and then you get other times where people take your your trust you know the things that you've said in confidence and they repeat it to somebody else you know that's 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 hard that's hard and especially being a christian where you're told to forgive your enemies you know forgive those that hurt you forgive those that take your confidence and and splash it around or repeat it when it was said in the utmost vulnerable state um i I don't know how many times that's happened to me in my life i've lost track and lost count and that's sad that nobody seems to be able to keep confidence, keep their mouth shut. And it's such an, really an easy thing to do. I, 
I can't be the only one that doesn't repeat things that are said in confidence. And, and I'm not patting myself on the back, but I've had it happen to me where people have gone behind my back, where they have repeated things. They have, you know, well, I just told this person and they promised not to say anything. It's like, but that's not the point. If I wanted them to know, I would have told them. So because it's happened to me so many times, I'm just super super conscious of not to do it to anybody else because I know the pain that's associated with that and I just think more people need to to mean what they say and say what they mean and and I will even go so far to say even in marriages I mean there's a lot of people that come to me and they're like oh in my marriage or you know I've done this or you know um my husband did this and and this and this and this and this and it's like why are you coming to me? Like, I'm all for, you know, sisters sharing and, and, you know, brothers sharing with other brothers. Don't get me wrong. But there's just some things that need to stay in a marriage. There's just some things that need to stay between a sister and a sister. It shouldn't go beyond that. When you tell someone, you know what, like, you can come to me, you can trust me, then be a trustworthy person. Or don't encourage others to come to you if you've got loose lips. You know, there's that saying, loose lips sink, um sink ships I think that's how it goes and and that's true like don't don't encourage people to come to you if you are not able to keep your mouth closed and and especially in a marriage you know there's like I said these women that come to me and and even a few brothers in Christ that have come to me and said you know my wife has done this and this and it's like take it up with your spouse like that's <sighs> Ecclesiastes, I believe it's 4 verse 12, it says that a marriage is, you know, it should be a three-chord strand. It should between a, be between a husband, a wife, and the Holy Spirit. Not between a husband and a wife and her best friend. Or not between a husband and a wife and his best friend. Not between anybody but the three of you. And if you have issues, if you have problems, the, 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 damn it, the, the person you're supposed to go to is the Holy Spirit, is you know, the one who's breeded and among, among you. And, and, and then, you know, you have these, these partners that get so upset because, you know, you know, they, they, they're upset because their spouse has repeated something that they shouldn't have. And the spouse that did repeat something that they shouldn't have gets upset because I only told my friend or I only needed some encouragement. It's like, you know what, the person that you're, best able to get encouragement from is the Holy Spirit, is the Bible. You know, not not throwing your spouse underneath the bus, not ruining their, their name, not dragging them through the the dirt, not going to your best friend and or another friend and repeating something that a friend has come to you in confidence and trust. You know, these are things where scripture says, you know, there's power. There's death in your tongue. There's power in your words. And, and the things you say have the ability to, to tear someone down. I'll use myself. When people have gone behind my back and said, you know, we're family. We're family, Allison. You can always come and you can share with me. Or you can trust me. It'll go no further. You know, I'm always here for you. I, I've heard that so many times. Um, you know, you, you, can, you can share how you're feeling with me. You know, if this is a safe space. And so I've trusted that person and I opened up. I was in a very, very vulnerable, um, impressionable uh, state and confided in them. And, and usually the first thing that comes out of my mouth before I even share anything is this is kept between us, right? 
Like this goes no further, right? And when I get confirmation that no, 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 it's just between you and me. No, you can always come to me. You can always share with me. It goes no further. And then I find out that it did or it has. Um, you know, this is why people have trust issues. This is why people have bitterness or hardening of heart towards other people. This is where a lot of times this other person who has betrayed confidence becomes a stumbling block, becomes a, um, they're sowing discord because that person who trusted them obviously needed someone that they could talk to. Um, but instead of going to anybody else, they should have gone to the Holy Spirit. Because it's the Holy Spirit that's not going to betray you. And it's the Holy Spirit that's not going to let you down. Is not going to repeat what you say. They are your safest place to be, is in the Holy Spirit. So get on your knees. Get on your knees and worship. Get on your knees and, and unburden what's on your heart. You know, I don't care if it's, you know, you've had a rough day or you've had an argument with your kids or, you know, a co-worker or you've had an argument with your spouse or a best friend. I don't care what it is. I really don't. It could be anything. But the best place to be is kneeling at the foot of the cross, asking the Holy Spirit to help you, to guide you, to open your eyes, to to give you revelation on, on things that his word says, to ask the Holy Spirit to fellowship with you, to sit and just comfort you. If nothing else, don't say a word. Just put on worship music and just let the Holy Spirit speak through the hymns or be in the Bible and let the Holy speak to you and, and comfort you through the words in his word. And, and I promise you, if you do it the right way with the Holy Spirit, you will be comforted. You won't need to go and talk to other people. <sighs> you know, I, I'll just say this, that when, when we all confide in someone, and we all have one person that we should be able to go to, um, it's a sad day if you're married and you feel like you can't go to your spouse and share your heart share your feelings share your your burdens your fears your worries your whatever it is if you can't go to your spouse with that that's heartbreaking and it really is but the only one who's ever going to give you the very best advice who's going to help you steer you in the right direction mend you um comfort you is the holy spirit no friend I mean, and, and that's just the thing is no friend is ever going to give you the best advice because this is what I say to everybody. I recently had a sister come to me with, with a situation where her husband took everything that they had said and repeated it. I don't agree with that. I think that is a load of horse duty. I really do. Because obviously that woman trusted her husband enough to repeat to tell her and repeat how she's feeling in confidence knowing this is my spouse he's supposed to be my best friend he's supposed to be my confidant my my rock he's supposed to be my protector and when they aren't and they go and they repeat something to a buddy and they get a good laugh kind of chuckling away at her expense he's not loving her like Christ He's not. Men are supposed to lead their wives and love their wives. 
protect their wives, cherish their wives, like Christ loves, cherishes, protects the church. That's it, hands down. She's supposed to be able to trust him. And he's supposed to trust her. You're both supposed to trust each other. And when you go to outside sources, you get outside source opinions on one side of a story. And that's not right. The only one who really truthfully knows both sides without any embellishment, without any type of opinions or feelings or anything like that, anything being misread or misinterpreted or glossed over without any of that is the Holy Spirit. He knows. You can't hide anything. You can't explain anything a certain way. You can't pull the covers over something a certain way. He knows. He's the best one to give you advice. Nobody else is. Nobody else will, will know both sides. And that's just it. There's not just two sides to every story, his and hers, or hers and hers, or there's his, his, hers, or hers, hers, and the truth. And the only one who knows the full truth is the Holy Spirit. So as I, I sit here and I think about my friend and I think about the women that have come to me and even a couple brothers who have come to me, I just think, you know what? I'm going to call a spade a spade on this one. You're doing it wrong. You want to know why your marriages are falling apart? You want to know why, you know, relationships are crumbling, why friendships are dissolving? This is why. Nobody has integrity. People are gossiping and they're talking and they're saying things that are hurting people. And there is pain in words. I'm sorry, there is. The tongue is a very wicked and and evil thing I, I I'm just at a loss for words right now because I see so many marriages falling apart so many marriages where they they're talking about each other behind each other's back or they're they're giving up you know things that were said in a moment of just extreme pain or vulnerability or they're not giving the whole side like I, I've even seen memes that say you know I, I'm glad you're making yourself out to be the victim but you know be sure to add in the part where you screwed it up be sure to add the part where you did this and this and this you know it's nice that you're telling your friend all these things that I did but did you tell them what led up to my doing that You've painted me out to be the bad guy, but have you included the part where you said, you know, uh, off the top of my head, um, just bad words, you know, swearing at the person or saying, you know, I hate you. I hate your effing guts. These things are not shared. You know, only the, the hero, heroic part is being told to people, whether it's told to a friend, being told to anybody else you know, the Holy Spirit knows your pain you know if you've been told curse words if you've been told you know just lashed out at someone or you've had someone do these things who better to understand your pain than Jesus who was betrayed in the worst way imaginable He's no, he knows what it's like he knows what it's like to be hurt to have something you've said turned on you and added when 
You never said that. To have lies made about you? He knows these things. Go to him. That's why the Bible says, you know, gossipers will not get into heaven. It's not Christ-like. It's not. I don't care if it's friends doing it to friends or children doing it to parents or husbands and wives doing it to each other. The Bible says don't do it. Not do it sometimes. Not only do it with another Christian. Not It says don't do it. Now, there's there are some exceptions. Well, how do we know what that is? Well, you would know what those are if you actually read your Bible. If you're being, if you have a grievance with someone and you can't talk to them, the first, the very first person to talk to is the Holy Spirit. Take it to prayer. Absolutely. Be in the Bible. Read, study. What does scripture say that you're supposed to do? Have you done that? Have you exhausted those resources? You know, going to somebody that is qualified, therapist, you know, a pastor, um, pastor would be, you know, preferably the, the best option. Go to a pastor, go to a, 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 you know, youth pastor, a deacon, and with discretion, talk about your situation in a delicate way where you're not throwing your spouse or your friend under the bus. There is a way of doing that. You can ask for advice. You can ask for, you know, a friend or a pastor or a youth leader's opinion about something with, with tactfulness, without making it appear that you are um, betraying the confidence of someone that has confided in you. Because if you can't keep someone's confidence, then don't wonder why people can't come to you and trust you. Don't wonder why, you know, certain people are quiet around you. You know, what's wrong? Nothing. No, tell me. No, it's okay. Aw, oh, come on, tell me. Why? So you can share it with other people? So you can use it against me? No, thanks. I'll just be quiet. I'll take it to the Holy Spirit. This world is so wicked and so wicked. <laughs> it's, it's a shame when people call themselves Christians but act anything but Christ-like. And I'm not saying I'm a saint. I'm not saying I'm a perfect Christian because trust me, I'm not. I am the furthest thing from being a perfect Christian. I, I flaw I make mistakes. I'm in error a lot of the time. The only difference is, is that I take it to the Lord. I pray about it. I pray all the time. And the thing is, is that when I see these women that come to me and say, my marriage is garbage or I'm thinking about leaving him and I don't want to because you know I know what scripture says that we're not supposed to divorce I, I, 
I shake my head and I think to myself, and these days I don't hold back. I, I let them have it. If you want to be my friend, I'm your friend and I'm not going to sugarcoat anything or gloss over anything. I, I let them have it. You know, I, I thinking about leaving, but it's a sin to, to divorce. And it's like, well, if you know what the Bible says about divorce, why don't you know what the Bible says about gossip? Why don't you apply that? Why aren't you wonderfully and fearfully afraid of the Lord with that? Because the Bible says, you know, you will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Those who are um, liars and and idolaters. You know, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of earth. Sorry, the kingdom of heaven if you are gossiping and being a stumbling block and, and betraying confidence. Because what, what happens to that Christian who has confided in you? And they find out that you have totally betrayed their trust. They're disheartened. They're let down. They feel betrayed. They have a feeling of nowhere that they can go. So you've basically set them up for failure. You've basically given them a complete recipe to, to pull away. And that's exactly what it is. You know what? When you say certain things and you set someone up and they walk away feeling unconnected with the Holy Spirit, that's, that's on you. That, their blood, whatever happens, whatever sins that they cause or commit, based off of what you've done, the stumbling block that you have laid in front of them, falls directly on you. And that's just the way it is. I wish more people were in the Word. I wish more people actually spent time with the Holy Spirit. Less time on their phones. Less time, you know, scrolling through TikTok, less time on Twitter, less time, you know, shopping on online, less time doing all this other meaningless and stupid stuff. All of it's going to pass away. None of it's going to last. You can't take anything to heaven. When you have somebody who's passed away and they've died and, you know, they're in a coffin, when you take an x-ray looking down, you're going to see six pallbearers and holding a coffin with a skeleton. That's it. You're not going to see a phone, you know, that's turned on to Pinterest or turned on to, you know, um, I can't even think off the top of my head what shopping sites, but you, you know where I'm going. Nothing. You can't buy your way, earn your way, bribe your way, talk your way. You can't take anything with you. You can't take houses or gold or money or, or jewelry. Or, you can't. There's just one thing you can take with you to heaven. One thing. People are like, you can't take anything. It's like, no, you, you can take something. You can take other believers. And the only way you're ever going to bring other believers is by using your tongue, your mouth, to glorify, edify, and, and share the gospel with others, not sharing gossip, not sharing things that are supposed to be kept in confidence, not talking about other people, not lashing out at other people, not, I don't care what they've said, how they've said it, if they've hurt you, take it to the Lord. 
Kneel. Get on your knees. Put your face to the ground. Cry. Surrender it to the Lord. I am hurt. I feel betrayed. Who better to know than you, Jesus? I feel let down. I feel like I've got no one to count on, no one to trust in. I don't know what direction I'm supposed to go in now. I feel alone. I feel neglected. I don't know what to do. Submit it to Jesus. Let the Holy Spirit soothe and comfort your heart. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking because there's so many families that the enemy is attacking, so many marriages. And primarily, Satan is going right after the men. The men, not so much the women, the men. And do you know why? Because the men are supposed to be the head of the house. I don't care if you're a feminist or whatever you believe in, but that's just the way it is. Jesus Christ, the husbands, the wives, the children. That's it. So when you get a man who is, you know, going to his buddies and laughing it up and, you know, the whole locker room, you know, like, oh, she did this and she did this. Or wives that are going, you know, and, and talking behind their husband's, husband's back. And then there's discord between the marriage. And then the husband, you know, goes to a buddy and... and it's it's wrong. And these people that are allowing it, friends who are, you know, yeah, come to me, talk about your spouse, talk about this other person. Wrong. Don't think you're off the hook. If you have somebody coming to you talking about their spouse, don't condone it. I don't care if you're a... a a friend trying to console a, a, a buddy that's a man or a, a friend that's a woman, don't condone it. Encourage them to go to the Lord. Listen, you know, with all the women that have come to me and the couple men that have come to me, the first thing I say is, have you surrendered it? Anybody who knows me knows that that's the first thing out of my mouth. Have you gone to the Lord? Have you been in prayer? Have you submitted this to the Holy Spirit? That's the first thing I say with anything with anything and trust me I get a lot of people calling me or messaging me saying can I talk to you and they come to me and the first thing I say is have you prayed about it have you turned it over and surrendered it to the Holy Spirit oh yeah yeah Ali I've, I've done that I've prayed about it and I've surrendered it okay so what what have you learned what has the Holy Spirit shown you Oh, well, I really haven't heard. Well, then get right back into it. Don't tell me. I don't want to hear it. Don't get me wrong. I, it's not that I don't want to support you. I will support you, but I will support you by pointing you back to the word. I will support you by pointing you back to the Holy Spirit. I will not encourage you to come at me and start talking about your spouse. I will not encourage you to come to me to talk about this brother or this sister behind their back. They're not here to defend themselves. So anything you say is hearsay because they can't defend themselves. More people need to do that. You know, there's a saying guilty by association. 
You know, somebody goes to rob a bank and there's a guy that's driving the car. He's guilty just as much as the guy who robbed the bank. You know, if, if somebody comes to you and starts to gossip or talk about their spouse in a derogatory or bad way or a friend and confide secrets that should not be conf stop it. Or you are just as guilty. You are just as much a stumbling block as they are. Am I perfect? No. But I've learned from my mistakes. And that's why God allows certain things to happen over and over and over and over with some people. They have not learned the lesson. They have made the mistake over and over and over again. It's like school. You, you get held back. You know, here's the test. Oh, you don't know the, the answers to the test? I'm sorry, you're going to have to be held back another year. You know, maybe this year you can learn it. That's how it is with God. He gives us these tests through the refine, refining period. You know, the fire gets hot and it's meant to be hot. It's meant to hurt so that it can burn off the, the dirt and the, the disgusting things of the world. And when you come out of it, when you are taught all this hard, these hard lessons, the test comes. You know, the gold is taken out of the fire. You know, and it's tested. What is it at now? Purity. Is it? Is it better than it was you know the lesson have you learned the lesson we'll put you through the test and if you fail if you keep going back doing the same thing then no you're failing and that's sad because you know, how many friends good friends do you have to go through before you get it how many spouses do you have to go through before you get it and you learn you know if you're married and it didn't work out and you had all these errors and these problems and these struggles and you're doing the same thing or you've got this friend this great friend and things are really good and you you know i'm so thankful for you and i need it i even prayed to god for a wonderful friend like you and then you go and you betray them you talk about them behind their back You don't deserve a good friend. You don't deserve a good spouse. You deserve to be on your own. Because you clearly have not learned the lesson. These are not the days to be fooling around and playing around. Gossiping and, and betraying other people. If you're a Christian, act like it. Behave like it. Speak like it. Or don't call yourself a Christian. And if you are a Christian and you have done these things, repent for it. Repent is not saying sorry and moving on. Repent is saying I'm sorry and there being a change. If you don't change, if you don't change your ways, then that's, you're not sorry. Then you're not feeling bad. You're not feeling remorse. You don't give a whip about anything you're just sorry you got caught there has to be rehabilitation there has to be a change a butterfly is not a butterfly it goes through a change it starts out as a caterpillar and it it has this crystallis around it this tight cocoon and this caterpillar is moving and it's growing and its body is changing and it's fighting itself inside this tight crystallis, this little cocoon. 
that it's struggling and fighting to break free. But when it does break free and emerges, it's changed. It's no longer a caterpillar, it's a butterfly. And it's better because it's gone through the struggle of the cocoon and emerged beautiful, able to fly. And I use that analogy because that's how it's supposed to be for Christians. You know, we're nothing. We're filth, filthy sinners. And we go through this change when we come to the Lord. Our old selves are gone. They're supposed to be gone. And if you're not changed, then you're still a, a caterpillar. You're, you're still a filthy sinner struggling in the cocoon. The purpose is to come out as a butterfly, is to come out a new Christian, a new creation in Christ. Act like it. That is my podcast. That's it. That's kind of all I have to say. It's just... Remember that, you know, words hurt. Words hurt. The things that come out of our mouth hurt others. And as Christians, we're not supposed to be like the world. We're not supposed to be saying hurtful things. We're supposed to be different. We're held to a higher standard. We're under Christ's banner. We're supposed to be ambassadors of Christ. And as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, that doesn't mean to tear you know, our brethren down. That doesn't mean to tear down your spouse. You took vows with them. Honor them. In good times and in bad. To love and to cherish. Nowhere in there does it say, I promise to, to love and to cherish and to, you know, only sometimes when, when they are mad at me to say bad things or to lash out or to betray them or to betray their confidence. That's not part of your vows. If the vows were, you know, good times and bad, now honor it, even in the bad times. Get on your knees. Surrender your spouse. Surrender your friends or your family. Be the new creation in Christ. Be the difference. Be the ambassador that you said you would be when you came to know Jesus Christ. Okay, that's it. I, uh... Thank you for listening. I hope that uh, you're all safe and that this yucky flu bug, flu bug uh, bypasses your house. I plead Psalm 91 over you and your home. I um, hope that you're walking righteously with the Holy Spirit. And if this podcast cast has affected you at all, uh, drop me a line. Let me know how it's benefited you how it's touched you, how you have submitted something to the Lord and seen his hand at work, that would really be encouraging to me and I'm sure to other people. Um, yeah. Okay, guys, take it easy. Uh, until next time, may God I'll watch over you and may you walk righteously with the Holy Spirit. Bye for now, guys. Bible Coffee Talk with the Hoffmans. What? You're still here? Podcast's over. Go home. Go.